This exhortation was brought to you by the Light Bearers, bringing light until there's no more darkness. Yeah, hallelujah. Today I want to talk to us about faithfulness. Today I want to talk to us about faithfulness. Today I will be talking to us about faithfulness. Now, what does it mean to be faithful? You know, I want you to know that as believers in Christ, God wants us to be faithful. God expects us to be faithful in all that we do. Now, you begin to ask yourself, what is faithfulness? What does it mean to be faithful? Now, to be faithful means to be trustworthy. In other words, to be faithful means to be, to be worthy of trust. To be faithful means to be trustworthy. To be faithful means to be dependable. To be faithful means to be reliable. To be faithful means to have integrity. To be faithful also means to be established. Now, to be established means to be skillful and diligent. So, faithfulness is not just for you to be trustworthy or for you to have integrity or for you to be reliable and dependable. It also means that you, you to be faithful also means to be diligent and skillful. And so, that's why you notice that no one ever entrusts anything into the hands of those that are not diligent and skillful. I mean, you are not going to entrust your work or your business into the hands of unskillful or lazy worker. So to be faithful also means to be skillful and diligent. To be faithful means to be firm, to be meticulous, to be honest, to be truthful, to be secure, to be intelligent. To be faithful also means to be excellent. So God wants us to be faithful as believers in Christ. God expects us to be faithful. And I was telling us that to be faithful means to be trustworthy, to be worthy of trust. To be faithful means to be reliable, to be dependable, to have integrity. To be faithful means to be meticulous, to be careful, to be honest, to be truthful, to be secure, to be intelligent, to be excellent. To be faithful also means to be skillful and diligent. So God wants us to be faithful. God wants us to be trustworthy. God expects expects us to be skillful and diligent. God doesn't expect us to be lazy and slothful. God expects us to be meticulous, to be honest, to be secure, to work in excellence, to be intelligent. That is what it means to be faithful. Now, Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7. Now, God wants us to be faithful as believers in Christ. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7. Sorry, we are going to read verse 6 and 7. So we are going to start from verse 6. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6 and 7. The Bible says, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The Bible says here in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6, that most men will proclaim everyone of his own goodness. In other words, every man will come and say what is good at. He will say, oh, I will do this, I will do that. They will, they will speak of their own goodness. But the Bible says, but a faithful man who can find. In other words, that people speak of their goodness doesn't mean they are good. Doesn't mean they will walk in integrity. It doesn't mean they will walk in, they will be reliable, they will be dependable. It doesn't mean they will walk in excellence. It doesn't mean they will be diligent. It doesn't mean they will be honest. But the Bible says, every man, most men will proclaim of their own goodness. But a faithful man who can find. In other words, faithful men are rare. But God wants us to be faithful. God expects us to be faithful. Now, it doesn't stop there. If you go down to verse 7, it says, the just man walketh in his integrity. 
his children are blessed after him. So the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6, that most men will proclaim everyone of his own goodness. In other words, people will speak well of themselves. They will speak of their own goodness. But the Bible says a faithful man who can fight. In other words, faithful men are rare. Men that do the talk. They don't just talk. They actually act what they say. It says they are rare. Every man will proclaim everyone of his own goodness. But a faithful man who can fight. Now, he now says something about the faithful man in verse 7. He says, the just man walks in his integrity. So I told you that one of the meanings of faithfulness is to walk in integrity. A faithful man walks in integrity. He has integrity. He's established. He's skillful. He's diligent. He's trustworthy. He's reliable. He's excellent. He's meticulous. So the Bible says that faithful men are rare. That every man will speak of their own goodness. But a faithful man who can find. It now goes to verse 7. It says the just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. So this man that is faithful, the Bible calls him the just man that walks in his integrity. And he says his children are blessed after him. So the Bible says every man will proclaim everyone of his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. Now, in the same manner in which he says a faithful man who can find, not us who can find a faithful man, a faithful man. Now, in this same manner, if you go to Proverbs chapter 31, you see the Bible also says something about women there. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10 and 11. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10 and 11. It says in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10 and 11, verse 10 is a very popular verse of the Bible. The Bible says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Now, notice that Proverbs 26 says, Every man will speak of his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. So it's like saying, who can find a faithful man? Because every man will speak of his own goodness. They will speak like they are faithful, but they really are faithful. But he says, faithful men are there. Who can find a faithful man? Now, in that same manner, Proverbs 31 10 says, who can find a virtuous woman? He says, for our price is far above rubies. So it's more or less like he says, who can find a faithful man? He also says, who can find a virtuous woman? So he says, these people are there. Now, it goes further in verse 11 of Proverbs 31. It says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he have no need of spoil. Now, notice something it says about this virtuous woman. It says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. In other words, she's trustworthy. She's a faithful woman. Because I was telling us that faithfulness means to be, to walk in integrity, to be trustworthy, to be worthy of trust, to be reliable, dependable. So it says here that who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. But let me say, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her. So her husband trusts in her. His heart safely trusts in her. She's worthy of trust, trustworthy. She works in integrity. That's what he says about the virtuous woman. So in the same way in which he says, who can find a faithful man? That every man will speak of his own goodness. But a faithful man, who can find? He says, this man is a just man. He works in his integrity. And his children are blessed after him. In that same manner, the Bible says in Proverbs 1, 11, that Verse 10 and 11, that who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. He said, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her. So she's faithful, she's trustworthy, reliable, dependable. So God wants us as believers to be faithful. He expects us to be faithful. He expects us to be worthy of trust. Now, talking about integrity, I was saying to us that one of the meanings of faithfulness is is for us to walk in integrity. So to be faithful means to have integrity, to walk in integrity. Now, let's look at this. 2 Kings chapter 22. 2 Kings chapter 22. 2 Kings chapter 22. We're going to read from verse 3 to 7. 
second Kings chapter 22 from verse 3 to 7. Now, I was telling us that one of the meanings of faithfulness is for us to walk in integrity. And we saw it in Proverbs 20, verse 6 and 7, where it says, A faithful man who can find the just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Now, we saw in Proverbs 31, verse 10 and 11, where it says that who can find a virtuous woman, her price is far above rubies. He says, The heart of her husband does safely trust in her. So she's faithful. She's worthy of trust, dependable. Now, look at this. I was saying that one of the meanings of faithfulness is integrity. Now, 2 Kings 22, we're going to read from verse 3 to 7. Now, the story here is this. They needed to repair the, the house of God. And the king called it back on to the priest and told them to commit these resources into the hands of the workers so that they can repair the house of God. Now, but there's something I want to show here. 2 Kings 22, from verse 3 to 7. The Bible says, And it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah, that the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Ilkiah, the high priest, that he may summon the silver which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people. Verse 5. And let them deliver it into the hands of the doers of the work, that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord, to repair the breaches of the house. Verse 6. Unto the carpenters and builders and masons, and to buy timber and hewn stone to repair the house. Albeit, there was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand because they dealt faithfully. Now, pause. Look at this. The Bible says in verse 3 that it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent for Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, described to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Ilkiah the high priest. So the king sent for the scribe. And he told them to go to the high priest in verse 4. And he told them that they should make a, they should sum up the silver that has been brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people. Verse 5, he says, let them deliver all these resources into the hand of the doers of the work that have oversight over the house of the Lord. And let them give it to the doers of the work, which is in the house of the Lord, to repair the bridges. So he told them to gather all the resources that have been brought into the house of the Lord and give it to the workers so that they could repair the breaches of the house. Now, but verse 7 is where I'm going to. It says, how be it? There was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand. Why? It says, because they dealt faithfully. So, after the king asked them to gather the resources and give it to the workers, the Bible says in verse 7 that there was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand. In other words, they didn't call them to to make account of the money that was given to them. They didn't ask them to come and make account. Because why? The Bible says, because they dealt faithfully. In other words, they worked in integrity. So, despite the fact that the king sent for the priest, told them to gather all the resources and give to the workers of the house. The Bible says that they did not make any reckoning. There was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hands. In other words, they, did, they never called them at any time to make accounts or to come and do an account to show how they spent the money. Why? Because the Bible says, because they dealt faithfully. So faithfulness is that I walk in integrity. That when resources are committed into my hands, I deal with those resources faithfully. So God expects us to be faithful with resources, to walk in integrity. And you see, in this regard, many people lack because the love of money is the root of all evil. Many people short fall, of, fall short of this because many people desire resources. People run after money. People love money. People love to have resources. But the Bible says here about this guy, the Bible says there was no need for them to make account of the money because they dealt faithfully. They never called them to come and make account. It says that there was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hands because they dealt faithfully. So 
God expects us to be faithful. God expects us to walk in integrity. And that's why he showed us in Proverbs 27. He says, every man will speak one of his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. He says, the just man who walks in his integrity and his children are blessed after him. Proverbs 31, 10, 11 also says, who can find a virtuous woman? But her price is far above rubies. He says, our husbands are thought safely trusting her. Now, I think I just want us to begin to declare in the name of Jesus that we are faithful in all things. We are faithful with resources. We walk in integrity. In the name of Jesus, as believers in Christ, we are faithful in all that we do. In all our dealings, at our workplace, in our business, we walk in integrity. We are faithful with resources that come into our hands. In the name of Jesus, we are trustworthy. People can rely on us. We are dependable. Can we just declare in the name of Jesus? That we are faithful in all things. In all our dealings, we are faithful. We walk in integrity. In the name of Jesus, Ali Kobosa is that only broke his alandi pratosa. We are reliable, we are trustworthy. The Bible says every man will speak of his own goodness, but the faithful man who can find. We declare in the name of Jesus that we are faithful with all things. We are faithful in all our dealings. We are faithful in all our dealings. In the name of Jesus, we are faithful with all resources that God commits into our hands. We walk in integrity. In the name of Jesus, we deal faithfully. Mani Gombale Togo Shakata. In the name of Jesus, that we are faithful in all things. We are faithful in all our dealings. In the name of Jesus, Makondo Baragadile Konza. We walk in integrity. Male Kobosa. Ashatalamande Bosa. The word says the just man walks in his integrity. And his children are blessed at time. We declare in the name of Jesus that we walk in integrity, they are faithful our work. We are facing our business. We are facing the work of the ministry. In the name of Jesus, uh, resources pass through our hands and we are faithful with them. In the name of Jesus, we deal faithfully in all things. We deal faithfully in all things. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we are faithful. Men can trust us. Women can trust us. We are reliable. We are dependable. In the name of Jesus, we walk in integrity. In the name of in the name of Faithfulness means dedication, consistency. Because I was telling us, you see, faithfulness has a lot of meanings. Faithfulness does just not, faithfulness does not just mean, you know, integrity or, you know, trustworthiness. You know, faith, to be faithful also means to be committed, to be dedicated, to be consistent. And so people that are unfaithful, they easily give up. They are not consistent in the things that they do. They are not committed to what they do. But faithfulness also means commitment and dedication. Now, let's look at this. Matthew chapter 24. We're going to read from verse 42 to 51. This talks about a parable that Jesus gave. Matthew chapter 24, from verse 42 to 51. Look at this. Look at what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 24, from verse 42 to 51. He says, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. 
who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now look at it. Jesus said on verse 42, he says, watch therefore, for you don't know the hour that the Lord will come. In other words, it's like he's saying to us that we don't know when the Lord Jesus will come. Watch. Because you see, one of the major problems people have is many people are not consistent. People are not committed to the things that they do. They are not dedicated. And that's why he says, he says, watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord does come. Because faithfulness is commitment. Faithfulness is dedication. Faithfulness is consistency. He goes for that like, verse 43. He says, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what words the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken. In other words, the good man of the house was watching over his house. But you see, because he did not know the hour the thief would come, he, he allowed his house to be broken up. In other words, he stopped watching because he waited and waited. He was not consistent enough. He was not committed. Now, verse 44, he says, Therefore, be ye also ready. For in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man coming. Verse 45, he says, Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them meat in juices. In other words, he's saying that a faithful and wise servant is the one that keeps doing what the master has sent him to do. In other words, a faithful and wise servant is one that is committed, he's dedicated to what his master, the what his master assigns him to do. He's dedicated to his master's assignment. He goes for that, he says in verse 46, Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. In other words, that servant whom his master will meet doing what he has assigned him to do. That one that doesn't give up. That one that is consistent, commit, committed, dedicated to what God has sent him to do. He says that man is blessed. And he goes in verse 47. He says, Verily I say unto you, he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But where I'm going to is verse 45. He says, Who then is a faithful and wise servant? You know, at this church, I just want us to declare in the name of Jesus that we are faithful, we are committed, we are dedicated to the things that we do. You see, because at the end of the day, as we are committed and dedicated to the things that God has sent us to do, it also rubs up on our work, our business, everything that we do. I just want us to declare in the name of Jesus that we are committed and dedicated. We are consistent in the things that we do. In the name of Jesus, that in all our dealings, we are committed, we are consistent, we are dedicated, we do not give up. We are consistent in the name of Jesus. We are diligent, we are not lazy. We continue the things that God has sent us to do. We are not discouraged in the name of Jesus. Let's just declare in the name of Jesus that we are committed, we are dedicated, we are consistent mm. in the name of Jesus because that's what Jesus called the wise and faithful servant. Because the bad master will come and meet him doing what he has assigned him to do. We declare in the name of Jesus that we are committed, we are dedicated in all things in the name of Jesus and the work of the ministry in our business and career. We are committed, we are dedicated in the name of Jesus. 
I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter down into the job of the Lord. So, the guys that traded with their talent, that multiplied their talent, he called them good and faithful servants. Now, verse 24. Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an ad man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not sown. And I was afraid and went and eat thy talent. Lo, there thou art that is thine. In other words, the Bible says that he also gave a particular person one talent. But look at what it says in verse 24. He says that then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an ad man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not sown. Now, I'm sure that you always meet people like this. Maybe in your workplace, on your business, whatever it is. There are people that always see their employers as hard people, or people that expect too much from them, or people that are bitter towards the institution where they work. You see, because he says here, he says that he that received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sold. And see, this is very popular, very common in the workplace, where you see people that think that the company is ripping them off, or the institution where they work is ripping them off, that they are working so much and yet they earn little. People who always complain, they see everything as you know, they don't see anything good in their company, yet they are dead. But he says, that's what he says about this guy that has one talent. Those kind of guys, they are unproductive. They always complain. They see their employers or whoever it is that are giving them those resources, they see that person as a hard person or someone that is demanding too much from them. So he goes for that in verse 25. He says, and I was afraid and went and eat thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. Verse 26. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strode. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanger, and then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which has ten talents. Verse 29. For every to every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath, and cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, where am I going to? The fact that the guys that multiply the talents, the guys that were productive, the Lord called them good and faithful servants. So, faithfulness is that we are productive. Faithfulness is that when things come into our hands, they multiply. Faithfulness is that we are committed. We are diligent in what we do. Everything we lay hands upon prosperous. You know, I just, I just want to declare the name of Jesus that we are productive as believers in Christ. Because he says about the guys that are productive, he says, Thou good and faithful servant, that we are productive, we do not complain, we do not murmur. It's that things multiply in our hands. In the name of Jesus, can we just declare in the name of Jesus that good and faithful servants, we are productive as believers in Christ. Everything we lay our hands upon prospers, things multiply in our hands. In the name of Jesus, we do not go about complaining and grumbling. We make the best use of the resources that come into our hands. In the name of Jesus, we are profitable in all things. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, as believers in Christ, we are profitable in all things. In the name of Jesus, things multiply in our hands. We are productive in the name of Jesus. Nothing dies in our hands. Nothing dies in our hands. In the name of Jesus, nothing dies in our hands. Nothing is stagnant in our hands. Things prosper in our hands as believers in Christ. We are productive. We are fruitful. We multiply. We replenish. We subdue in the name of Jesus. The Lord said unto the servant, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master. Thou good and faithful servant, we are faithful in all things. We are productive with resources. In the name of Jesus, we are 
are productive in the work of the ministry. In everything that we do, we are productive. This multiplying our hands in the name of Jesus. This multiplying our hands, they are productive in the name of Jesus. Everything we lay hands upon prosper. Not nothing is stagnant around us. In the name of Jesus, we are productive. We are fruitful. We multiply. This multiply in our hands. Nothing dies in our hands. In the name of Jesus. Nothing dies.